Welcome to the Servative Hour, an hour of political commentary. Your call is welcome. Now, for tonight's show, could do it on the latest shooting. Today, local conservative movement media started out by saying they weren't going to be saying what all the other conservative movement media were saying today. And then they went on to say exactly what all the conservative movement media were saying today. Asked, if this were a conservative, who did it? The media would be, oh, they would be treating this, they would be going on and on about it. Well, if it were the conservative movement media, normally, they would have dropped it today. But they found an aspect which they could go on and on about, and probably will continue to go on and on about. Now, yesterday, they went with their usual immediate first reaction, which is first to say, how dare they politicize this, and then immediately go into promoting weapons sales and the virtues of the gun. For myself, as always, the approach I would take to reduce the number of people being shot or shooting themselves would be to treat firearms, well, do for them what we've done for cigarettes, for tobacco to have public service announcements concerning how they are hazardous to your health and present uh, studies and do studies and present statistics on how that's uh, certainly the case and to uh, perhaps have ads showing some of uh, the ugliness that can result just as for uh, tobacco have shown ads with some of the ugliness that can result and uh, oh, could have a, like with tobacco, have a ban on firearms advertising. I'm sure that every conservative movement radio station which relies on sponsors uh, from uh, oh, firearms uh, selling stores or national firearms manufacturers or even the local gun club where there's the uh, training facilities and all can get dressed up in your tactical gear and go uh, play uh, SWAT team, combat soldier, whatever. So, uh, yeah, to counter the lies of John Lott, if you look up Lot lies, John Lot, that's John L O T T, and see why he's their go to guy for false and misleading uh, information and statistics, which he cooks up. And if you were to look up John Lot lies, it would give you the full rundown on that. But that's just me. I would educate on the issue and uh, not have it be that. The only thing people hear is how more guns make more things better, more times. 
which it's not always the case. And statistically, if you have a firearm around you, it's more likely that you or someone you care about will get a bullet in them. It's just logic. So, yeah, could have done that as a topic. Also, uh, the uh, primary, city primary election next Tuesday, April 4th. Could have had that as a topic, had the uh, mayor's race as the topic last week. Let's see, how did I put that? The Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, Lincoln, Nebraska primary. Yeah, talked mainly about the mayor's race and could go over all the various candidates. But I'll leave that for you to do. It's always puzzly, puzzly wonder why for the offices of airport authority and Lincoln Public Schools and sometimes even for the city council offices, you're wondering, well, who are these people? <clears throat> I mean, did they vote for Trump or, or Biden? Are they Republicans or Democrats? Liberals or conservatives? Well, can go to uh, Lancaster County Democratic Party Facebook page if you're on Facebook. I also assume they have a Lancaster County Democratic Party website somewhere. I'm just going to use the Facebook one. And it has the various candidates for Lincoln Public Schools, Airport Authority, the City Council offices, and of course the uh, Mayor's office. And being entirely fair, although I don't really have to give equal time as long as I don't actually have a candidate on the show, can go to the uh, Lancaster County Republican Party page and uh, see all the candidates there and look them up if you care to do so. Which, uh, you know, for depending on your inclination, you can either print up or copy down on a piece of paper the names of the people and uh, take that with you to the voting booth. So, yeah, it's Lancaster County Republican Party Facebook page with uh, the 2023 Republican candidates in Lincoln. If you vote in person, take this list of Republican candidates with you. Okay, and then the uh, Lancaster County Democratic Party uh, Facebook page with uh, vote April 4th Lincoln City Elections being the message they have there. I guess they figure you will know to take it with you if you want to be reminded. But that's not the topic either. Neither firearms, mass shootings, or the city elections. Shoo, what is the topic? First, get rid of those Facebook pages. Well, from the Servative Hour dash KZUM Facebook page, and if you haven't liked the Servative Hour dash KZUM Facebook page, so there's 195 likes. Hmm. Could do better for having been on for 15, was it 18 years now? Of course, first five years didn't have Facebook. So the topic, anyway, is, and it's a reaction to what I hear on conservative movement media when driving around or switching back and forth between Fox News and MSNBC at home. Uh, don't much care for the CNN. Those who are trying to be uh, even-handed just bore me. And uh, if they're all covering something like a mass shooting on both networks, which gets kind of monotonous, 
then I will switch over to CNBC, where uh, you can follow the money. And uh, they really never spend any time on mass shootings and perhaps a little on natural disasters. Okay, well, the topic is, as I said, a reaction to all those who have made the case based on not really any credible evidence they could take into a court of law that uh, Joe Biden is corrupt, that he is being paid off or has been paid off by China, and perhaps even Ukraine, and that uh, it's weak, 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 weak on China. So the topic for this March 28th, 2023 is, is Joe Biden too honest while also being too tough on China. Yeah, it's not a local topic. Connects to local things, but of course everything connects to everything. Now, last week it was the city primary. Before that it was threats to Nebraska water. Then uh, who didn't know children worked in Nebraska slaughterhouses? Just talked with someone today who didn't know this was going on. And Well, I guess it's a lot of people who don't. So... And then there was uh, Charlie Kirk the week before that. He was in town. So lots of local stuff. So the week before city primary, yeah, I'm going to talk about something which uh, has not much to do with anything local. Serving the broader community in doing this. So first off, how tough has Joe Biden been on China? And then uh, how honest... uh, is Joe Biden and how bogus is the case that uh, he has somehow concealed income in any way. Biden aims to deter China with greater U.S. military presence in Philippines. Oh, and of course, if uh, you'd have any comment on the topic, uh, any answer to the question, is Joe Biden too honest while also being too tough on China? Phone number here is 402-474-5086. It is a call-in show, even though hardly anyone ever calls in. So uh, if you'd like to give me and everyone listening a big surprise, that's the phone number, 402-474-5086, extension 1. From nytimes.com, Biden aims to deter China with greater U.S. military presence in Philippines. U.S. officials say they are preparing to surge forces in the event of conflict with China, including over Taiwan, but do not intend to build up permanent bases. This is from February 2nd, 2023 by Edward Wong and Eric Schmidt. Washington. President Biden and his aides have tried to reassure Chinese leaders that they do not seek to contain China in the same way the Americans did with the Soviet Union during the Cold War. But the announcement on Thursday that the U.S. military is expanding its presence in the Philippines leaves little doubt that the United States is positioning itself to constrain China's armed forces and bolstering its ability to defend Taiwan. The announcement made in Manila by Lloyd J. Austin III, the U.S. Defense Secretary, 
was only the latest in a series of moves by the Biden administration to strengthen military advances and partnerships across the Asia-Pacific region with an eye toward countering China, especially as tensions over Taiwan rise. This is a really big outcome, said Jacob Stokes, the senior fellow in the Indo-Pacific Security Program at the Center for a New American Society and an advisor to Mr. Biden when he was vice president. You can better mass forces and project power if you can rotate into those locations in the Philippines. He added that the greater military presence sends a deterrent message to China. Under Mr. Biden, the United States is working to strengthen military ties with Australia, Japan, and India, and it has gotten the North Atlantic Treaty Organization to speak out on potential threats from China. Mr. Austin's announcement signals that the United States could use its own armed forces to push back harder against the Chinese military's aggressive actions in the South China Sea, where China and several Southeast Asian nations, including the Philippines, have territorial disputes. More important, they could aid Taiwan if the People's Liberation Army were to attack or invade the democratic self-governing island, which China considers part of its territory. Mr. Biden has said four times that the U.S. military would defend Taiwan in the event of conflict, but his aides insist that American policy has not changed since the United States ended formal diplomatic relations with Taiwan in 1979. It has avoided declaring whether it would deploy military forces to defend Taiwan, a position commonly known as <clears throat> strategic ambiguity. A congressional mandate requires every presidential administration to give weapons of a defensive nature to Taiwan, and Mr. Biden's team is intent on accelerating that and shaping the sales packages so that Taiwan becomes a, quote, porcupine that China would fear attacking. A greater U.S. military presence in the Philippines would go beyond that. It would make rapid American troop movements to the Taiwan Strait much easier. The archipelago of the Philippines lies in an arc south of Taiwan, and the bases there would be critical critical launch and resupply points in a war with China. The Philippines' northernmost island of Itbayat is less than 100 miles from Taiwan. The United States is relying on Japan, which, like the Philippines, is a military treaty ally, to be the bulwark of the northern flank of Taiwan. Mr. Biden promised Prime Minister Fumio Kishida of Japan last month that the Americans would help build up the Japanese military. And let's see. Well, there was another line in here I was going to read, but let's...
Okay, the new agreement allows the United States to put military equipment and build facilities in as many as nine locations across the Philippines, which would lead to the biggest American military presence in that country in 30 years. Show. And another example of uh, doing more than just talking about banning TikTok. Biden hosts UK, Australia, to reveal anti-China submarine pact. It's from March 13th, 2023, <clears throat> by Steve Holland, Elizabeth Piper, and David Runestone. It's from Reuters.com. Washington, March 13th, Reuters. Leaders of the U.S., Australia, and Britain are set to unveil plans to provide Australia with nuclear-powered submarines on Monday in a major push against China's ambitions in the Indo-Pacific. U.S. President Joe Biden, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and Pr British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak will endorse details of the so-called AUKUS, A-U-K-U-S, project, which was first announced in 2021 at the U.S. naval base in San Diego, California, principal home port of the U.S. Pacific Fleet. Under the agreement, Australia will buy three U.S. Virginia-class nuclear-powered submarines in the early 2030s with an option to buy two more if needed, U.S. officials said. The agreement, known as the AUKUS Pact, will have multiple stages <coughs> at least one U.S. submarine visiting Australian ports in the coming years and end in the late 1930s, I mean the late 2030s, with a new class of submarines being built with British designs and American technology. The agreement will also see a force of U.S. and British submarines deployed in Western Australia to help train Australian crews and bolster deterrence. China's growing militarization of the South China Sea, which Beijing claims most of despite international maritime law that accords territory to Vietnam, Malaysia, the Philippines, and other nations, is an increasing point of friction with the United States. The United States aimed to start these rotational deployments with a single submarine in Western Australia from 2027, and within a few years, it was expected to involve four U.S. submarines and one British. AUKUS will be the first time Washington has shared nuclear, nuclear propulsion technology since the 1950s when it partnered with Britain. Currently, no party to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, other than the five countries the NPT recognizes as weapons states, the United States, Russia, China, Britain, and France, has nuclear submarines. China has condemned AUKUS as an illegal act of nuclear proliferation. In launching AUKUS, Australia also greatly upset France by abruptly canceling a deal to buy French conventional submarines. Yeah, diesels. Big questions remain about the plan, not least over strict U.S. curbs on the extensive technology sharing needed for the project, and about the length of time it will take to deliver the submarines, even as the perceived threat posed by China mounts. Virginia-class manufacturer General Dynamics Corps 
has Corp has 17 submarines in its current backlog, delivering through 2032. Albanese said on Saturday that South Australia and Western Australia would be big beneficiaries of AUKUS. This is about jobs, including jobs in manufacturing, he said. Britain, which left the European Union in 2020, said, says AUKUS will help boost its economy's low growth rate. Sunak said AUKUS was binding ties to our closest allies and delivering security, new technology, and economic advantage at home. Australia's Defence Minister, Richard Marles, said last week the submarines would ensure peace and stability across the Indo-Pacific, Southeast Asia, and the Indian Ocean. Experts say that given China's growing power and its threats to reunify with self-ruled Taiwan by force if necessary, it is vital to advance the second stage of AUKUS involving collaboration on hypersonics and other weaponry that can be deployed more quickly. And that article can be found under the headline, Biden hosts UK, Australia to reveal anti-China submarine pact. That's on Reuters.com. Phone number here is 402-474-5086. Well, it's like Barack Obama said, or to paraphrase him, since I don't have the exact quote in front of me, should have done that before the show, to uh, want to fight intelligent wars intelligently rather than stupid wars stupidly. And it does seem that the conservative movement propaganda has been to uh, encourage hating and blaming China for everything, to whip up an anti-China hysteria, expressed mainly by hating everything Chinese, rather than any sort of intelligent uh, confrontation plan, other than to ban TikTok, of course. Not that TikTok doesn't do exactly whatever every other social media uh, platform does, collect data on its users. Now, you might wonder if uh, the conservative movement, as well as the uh, people who uh, actually enthusiastically call themselves leftists, are both on a, uh, you know, as the, the horseshoe theory that the extremes of the far right, although all conservatives seem to be almost all of the extreme far right, and, you know, the extreme of the far left, the Uhuru House, the, you know, uh, nationalists, uh, black nationalists, uh, socialist workers, whatever. <clears throat> Those who are uh, flown to San Francisco to protest social media for being too pro-Ukraine and flown to uh, Moscow for anti-globalization conferences. You know, those sorts. They're, uh, well, all on Russian propaganda feeds. So why would then the Russian propaganda feeds be also saying hate China when they're such good buddies, Russia and China, sharing the same continent? Uh, Russia needs money, China has money, China needs uh, natural resources, uh, oil, natural gas, uh, marriage made in heaven. But uh, the truth is, 
as it has been for decades, as it's been since uh, before Nixon went to China, they really hate each other. I mean, the more heat they can bring down on the other, the more isolated the other one is, the better it is for them. The more in trouble Russia is, the cheaper the oil and natural gas is for China. And the more isolated China is, the more it uh, needs and will support, uh, at least Russia is hoping, will support them, please. No. If you remember, if you were watching the presentation in the United States, Nations, Russia was like, uh, oh, we will crush you. And China, poor, mistreated unfairly maligned Russia will crush you and China stands by our side. Whereas China was like, uh, we're neutral. We've always been neutral. We're going to remain neutral. Uh, you guys do what you do. We do what we do. And, uh, you know, just... Let, yeah. So, yeah, it's very natural that the same propaganda outlets that are telling you to, uh, you know, sympathize with uh, Putin are also telling you to uh, demonize uh, China. I mean, if you look on, oh, you know, like Sputnik News, official uh, Russian propaganda website, what it has to say about China. I read an editorial recently where they're talking about Taiwan and China and how, well, of course, they're one China. Everyone says they're one China. Almost no one actually recognizes Taiwan, but the Taiwanese look at being absorbed by the Borg. <laughs> Is that something you say about a friend or ally, someone you like? Anyway. Oh, looks like it's the bottom of the hour. Time for station identification. I've only gotten to two articles. Wow. Oh, well. This is KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD 89.3 FM, KZUM.org online. All right, the uh, topic is Joe Biden too honest while also being too tough on China. Well, I could go on and on about all the increased uh, weapons supplying and uh, joint military operations and alliances being formed to contain China, as well as uh, various uh, charges being brought against various malefactors from the Chinese government. But I'll go on with starting making the case for the <clears throat> is Joe Biden too honest? Let's see, this is one from March 17th, 2023, by Liz Dye from com. Kellyanne Conway defends Trump grift because only Jared got Saudi billions. Everyone else just got millions. Yeah, I have a few articles on... Because uh, I've heard conservative movement media syndicated folks saying, oh, if the Trumps had done this, it would be a scandal. Well, the Trumps did do this and more as far as uh, taking Chinese money. And if you're, uh, you know, working in investments or someone with a law degree like Hunter Biden, you are able to uh, draw up contracts, explain them to people and negotiate business deals and 
people get paid fabulous amounts of money for doing that or for uh, sitting on ver boards of various companies where they don't have to do a whole lot, show up for meetings maybe four times a year, listen to presentations, vote on resolutions, and uh, meeting adjourned, and and taking advantage of having uh, catching in on your uh, family name if it uh, signifies some wealth and power. Uh, and really, you don't have to do anything for having a seat on the board. They're just paying for that famous family name to say, oh, we got this famous family name on our board. Do business with us. We're legit. So, anyway, yeah. Kellyanne Conway defends Trump grift because only Jared got Saudi billions. Everyone else just got millions. So... Kellyanne Conway, communications professional, has an odd habit of saying the quiet part out loud. Here she is yesterday, deftly deflecting criticism from Juan Williams about Republicans' lack of interest in the Trump family's wholesale looting of the presidency, even as they pick through the president the pissant deals that Hunter Biden made to keep his family fed while fighting a crippling drug addiction. <clears throat> And here's the exchange. Williams, uh, Jamie Raskin is on to do this as well, saying, why don't you look into things like Jared Kushner getting $2 billion directly from the Saudis? Kellyanne said, Jared is the only person, I think, who has benefited in the billions from the Trump presidency. Okay. Fox is currently pulling the laboring oar for the GOP's bumbling effort to get to President Joe Biden through his only surviving son. Their theory of the case appears to be that Hunter Biden, in the throes of a cocaine addiction which had him leaving incriminating information at random computer repair shops, was simultaneously running a massive influence-peddling operation. The problem is that they've been trying to make Fetch happen for years, and they've come up with exactly nothing that connects Hunter Biden's sad scrabbling to his father. Take, for instance, this memo released yesterday, it's got a link there, by that hayseed uh, blank who heads the House Oversight Committee, Representative James Comer. He subpoenaed bank records from Hunter Biden's business partner, John Robinson Walker, whom Comer refers to ominously as a Biden family associate. Quote, Robinson Walker, LLC, received a $3 million wire from a Chinese company in March 2017, less than two months after Vice President Joe Biden left public office, and that Mr. Walker then transferred over a million dollars to various bank accounts associated with the Bidens in the following months. He continues breathlessly. How does this connect to Joe Biden? Well, it doesn't, but look, they're trying, okay? Here's from uh, Comer. The committee is concerned about the information revealed in these bank records, including why the, number one, why the Chinese energy company waited less than two months after Vice President Biden left public office to send the $3 billion $3 million wire to why the Robinson Walker LLC account received the China company's payment instead of the Biden family members' companies. Three, why the payments to the Biden family members were structured in incremental payments to different bank accounts. 
Four, what services the Biden family members provided to the China company and when those purported services were provided. Five, why Helly Biden, publicly reported to work as a school counselor, received money from Robinson Walker, LLC, too. And six, who the account holder is for the bank account entitled Biden. We hope that our Democrat colleagues will join us in addressing these important issues. The committee is concerned about the national security implications of a president's or vice president's immediate family members receiving millions of dollars from foreign nationals or companies without any oversight. He goes on, which is just precious considering, one, he just conceded that Biden was not in office when those transactions took place, and two, Comer just nixed all oversight of the gazillions of dollars the Trump family took in during and after his time in the White House. The younger Biden put out a response noting that he was perfectly entitled to earn a living and spend his money as he pleased. Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a privately owned legitimate energy company in China. As part of that joint venture, Hunter received his portion of a good faith seeds fund, seed funds, which he shared with his uncle, James Biden and Hallie Biden, with whom he was involved with at the time and sharing expenses. The accounts so dramatically listed by Representative Comer belonged to Hunter, his uncle and Hallie, nobody else. Which brings us back to Fox yesterday. Quote, there were massive investigations, millions of dollars spent, and always the question, you know, what are they getting in return? Martha McCallum intoned accusingly, eluding the fact that those millions of dollars went to enforce the Oversight Committee's subpoenas as Trump spent years in court fighting to keep his business records under wraps. Quote, so do you have the same questions for the Biden family when you look at this money transaction? What was China getting in return? Is that something Americans must know? But Juan Williams wasn't having it. Quote, what we have is a check to a widow from someone who was paid by the Chinese with no context. We don't know what this money was for. In fact, the same person had sent checks to her before there was any payment from the Chinese. He demanded of Conway, noting that the Comer memo proves exactly nothing and omits actual context. Why don't you look into things like Jared Kushner getting $2 billion directly from the Saudis after former President Trump bragged about protecting the Saudi prince? This was, of course, a reference to the $2 billion the Saudi government, Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, transferred to Kushner's fledgling hedge fund under extremely favorable terms at the behest of Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who overruled his own advisors to force the transaction through, a deal Republicans have shown zero interest in because they are laser-focused on Hunter Biden, who never worked in the White House, and his efforts to monetize his name for a few million dollars. Williams went on, We don't know, but I think this is a thin veil for the fact that, after all this investigation and talk about Hunter Biden, the committee's come up with zero, with nothing. And they've got the laptop, they've got this, that, nothing. Well, Jared, of course, is the only person, I think, who has benefited from the billions, with a B, from the Trump presidency, that's for sure, she conceded, that's Conway, because even Kellyanne Conway, the queen of alternative facts, cannot wish away the millions of dollars earned from foreign sources by every member of the Trump family, including then-sitting president. 
not Ivanka's Chinese patents, not the ghost bookings of blocks of hotel rooms at Trump properties by Saudi royalty, not John, Don Jr.'s access peddling in India, not Jared's sister promoting promising visas for Chinese buyers of the family's condos, just come the blank on. <clears throat> and that's not even including the hundreds of millions of dollars Trump raked in at the Trump Hotel in D.C. from domestic companies and candidates trying to slip a little something into his G-string in hopes of receiving favorable treatment. Quote, but look, I think whataboutism isn't going to work here, Conway blurted, in hopes of clawing her way back. But of course, the damage was already done, mostly to America, of course, but also to the Republicans who will continue to peddle this blank until the earth falls into the sun. And let's see. Uh, so, yeah, they try to find any way they can claim that some money is getting to Joe Biden from Hunter Biden that is somehow nefarious. There was the claim about the rent uh, from PolitiFact.com. Document shows that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden $50,000 a month in rent, rated as false. The uh, If your time is short, uh, this is wrong. The figure in question, $49,910, matches the quarterly rent for office space in at House of Sweden, home to the Swedish and Icelandic embassies on K Street in Washington, D.C., Business records show that an office for Rosemont Seneca Advisors, an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden, was located there. House of Sweden pointed us to a spokesperson for Sweden's National Property Board, who confirmed to PolitiFact that Hunter Biden paid $49,910 in quarterly rent for an office space in House of Sweden. And an uh, office space on K Street in Washington, D.C. is very expensive. And we'll get to the final verdict, the R ruling part. R ruling. Conservative commenter, commenters, commentators, and social media posts claim that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden $50,000 in monthly rent to live at the same Delaware home where classified documents were found. This is wrong. The figure refers to quarterly rent Hunter Biden paid for office space in Washington, D.C., a spokesperson for Sweden's National Property Board confirmed. We rate this claim false. And let's see. Do I have much time? Oh, not much time at all. All right, well. Final Wonkett story, Hunter Biden's Laptop Bites Back. By Liz Dye from February 2nd, 2023. Yesterday, Hunter Biden's lawyer sent letters to two prosecutors, the IRS and Fox News, demanding legal action regarding a laptop stolen from his client. As opening salvos go, it was a long time in coming. According to Laptop from Hell Lore, in 2019, the president's son dropped off three waterlogged laptops at a computer repair shop in Delaware and never picked them up. The shop owner, a man named John Paul Mac Isaac, who is legally blind and fond of Tam O'Shander hats, copied the most interesting bits of the damaged hard drive and turned them over to Rudy Giuliani and his lawyer Robert Costello. From thence they migrated to Steve Bannon and the New York Post, and for a brief minute we all knew, knew who some goon named Tony Bobolinsky was. 
For upwards of two years, the laptop has been a main character on right-wing media, with photographs of Hunter Biden's naked having sex and using drugs as a mainstay of Fox News. Giuliani used it as the basis of preposterous claims that President Joe Biden and his son were bilking billions from the Ukrainians. Or perhaps the Chinese. Who can say, really? Rudy's not really a details kind of guy. In the meantime, Donald Trump's Goomba Attorney General Bill Barr tasked the then U.S. attorney in Delaware with investigating the younger Biden for uh, God knows what. But whatever it is, they haven't found it more than two years later. Not that it stopped Republicans from screaming bloody murder, including demanding locker-ups for saying he didn't have a drug problem when he applied for a gun permit. Hey, look, we finally found a gun law that GOP can get behind. Perhaps the time for the younger Biden to respond was, oh, literally any time before now. But here we are with the president's son represented by Abby Lowell, a D.C. fixture so regular that he represented Jared and Ivanka during their time in the White House. And, oh, it looks like I'm really out of time. Now, this show is followed by The Groove Machine, which is on from midnight until 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. I didn't do the promo earlier, so I'm doing it now. And this has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all. <laughs>